Hello and welcome back to the State of Our Union. My name's Gavin. And I'm Emily. Today's show, we are going to be expressing? Yes, expressing. Okay. Feelings. Uh, yeah, we're, we're going to have an open letter to all of the strangers out there who like to come up and... Create awkward situations with our kids. Right. Yeah, I guess that's the best way to describe what we're going to talk about today. Right. And this isn't going to be anything that's too out of the norm for people, I think. I think a lot of people have experienced situations like these, especially the first couple. Um, yes. And, you know, maybe, you know, we're going to get a little more specific with some of them. But I think that you will definitely be able to relate. If even even if it's not your kid, if it's your dog, if you like to walk your dog, I'm sure you've yes. had some of these situations happen as well. Oh my gosh, I just realized that this some of these situations almost bother me more with our dog <laughs> than with our kids. I can see that but you I are. But I can also talk about that in a different light. That's true because you are kind of a I'm, a stickler when it comes to people interacting with Tucker on our walks. I am. I am. Because you don't know the dog, you don't know the temperament of the dog. The other thing is most of the people who interact with Tucker on our walks are children. Right. And I'm like, I have all these warnings as a mom being like, we're strangers. We could be kidnapping you. Right. We wouldn't kidnap a child, but. We could. We could. It'd be so easy in our town, which is so, <laughs> so sad. Terrible it's terrible. We do live in one of the safest towns in our state. Um, but still, I feel like. Our dog attracts all these children that you're right. just like, you don't know us. You don't know this dog. He yeah. could bite. He could have fleas. Aww. He, you know, there's so many issues. Yeah. So I'm almost more upset about Tucker. So I guess that might be like our family update is like how crazy I am about people <laughs> interacting with our dog. Right. But the rest of this podcast is actually about people interacting with our, our kids. kids. Right. In public. Yeah, and th the way that we kind of stumbled upon this idea was because something did happen to us recently. We're not going to talk about that one first, but when it comes up, I will let you know because it was... It was interesting. Interesting. Yes. All right, so the first one we want to talk about is something that, like I said, everybody can probably relate to, and that is the little old ladies and little old men at the grocery store or, or wherever. Or supermarket or... Who, when you're yeah. trouting, trotting around with your new little one, right? Especially when they're very Especially little. Especially when they're, when they're babies. Still when they're in still the in the car seat. seat right? And they're tiny. They're wrapped up. You can see their little faces are all pink and new. <laughs> and you're walking around the grocery store and they... People, especially, I noticed, especially older people, love to get right up in there and practically, like, nuzzle your baby. Yes. And for me, especially with our first child, this would happen, and it was, it was like, anxiety almost, where I was right. just like, get out, get out, no, like, you're too close, you, I don't know what germs you have, this is my precious newborn. You're, right. You're, like, right up in there, get out, get out. So, yeah. Um, yeah. The feelings that you have there can become really intense. The other thing I'd say is that, you know, if you're not related to the baby, yeah, like you really have no business being more than 
a foot from their face. Right. Or sorry, being closer than a foot from their face. There you go, yeah. Yeah, the way I said that the first time sounded like, please get really close to my (laughs) child. No. No, please do not. Please do not. Please do not. Um, Yeah, and I think that with your first kid, everybody's like really hypersensitive about everything. And so that's totally understandable. But we've had three babies now, and it's happened with, all, all of three them. of them. All and three. it never gets better. Like never. It, it's still like, oh my gosh, one, I don't know you. Two, my baby doesn't know you. Right. So this is just really strange. I don't understand. I, I get it. Babies are very cute. They're right? adorable. But I would maybe when I'm 80 it's different. But I at this point in my life would not just walk up to a stranger in the grocery store and be like, Oh my gosh, your baby's so cute. Let me just rub his little nose. Right. And like stick your head into the right. carrier with them like you're their teddy bear. Right. It's just weird. It's just so strange. Yes. I actually I remember when my first grocery trip out when Danny was a baby, mm-hmm. like newborn. She was probably like Five to seven days old. Yeah, I think that's at work. Yeah, and I've always I've always been very quick to get back on my feet and like take the kids out into the world, which some people are just shocked by, but <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Um, but I remember going to the grocery store, and when I got home, I actually put up a Facebook post. It was like, "When does the anxiety of taking my kid out in public and like people being around them and feeling like I have no control over?" whether or not they're safe, go away. And an employer at the time, who is also a good friend, um, whose daughter is actually having a baby, yay, Um, actually wrote back on my wall and was like, the anxiety never goes away. (laughs) It will be there until they're 22, and you feel like you have to just let them go. Right. And I was, ooh, that was hard reality check for me. Yeah, and I think that's true. It's still... Absolutely. Absolutely. Still still right there. Okay. Next little story. This one didn't happen too long ago. It was, what, around Valentine's Day? or um, We had to go up to a larger city that we live near um, to have Rory checked out for Influenza A. Right. This was our second bout. Yes. Good old Influenza A hit us again. And um, while we were up there... It hit supper time, so we went into an Applebee's. Right. And we like Applebee's. It's usually a good experience. Yeah. And we sat down in the booth, and Rory woke up. Yeah. Because he's he's a very good car sleeper. All of our kids are good car sleepers. But, of course, when we stop, they wake up. And so I pulled him out of the car seat. And the family sitting in the booth behind me uh, also had a small also child. Also had a small child. Probably I would one guess one and a half, two years yeah, old. Yeah, I would I would guess closer to eighteen months than yeah. two years. And the father in this situation was looking over the back of our booth with the eighteen month old mm-hmm. and was talking to her about, Oh, is that a cute baby? And ask the baby what his name is. Right. And say hi baby. Say hi, baby. <laughs> and all very sweet and very cute. And so I turned, and I was then also going to interact with them. Right, like so that they the kids could like have a pretend conversation since neither of them right could really talk. Right, and also yeah, and and also so that it was kind of 
in my mind, legitimizing like what they were doing. They weren't just right. creeping mm-hmm. over our booth at my baby. Yeah, I was trying to turn and make this like, oh, yes, this is acceptable. Right. I'll join you in this. Because to just ignore that completely would have made it so It would have felt so strange. Yeah. So then enters the strange part. Right. The father on the other side of the booth completely ignores what I'm doing. Right. Like they start the conversation. And, and then... I would help to add to it. Like, you know, ask the baby what his name is. Oh, oh yeah, his name's Rory. What's right. your name? No answer to me. Right. And then, you know, oh, isn't the baby so cute? Yeah, you're so pretty too. No comment to no me. No acknowledgement whatsoever. I was not there. It was weird. That's super weird. If you're going to talk to my kid in public, you also need to talk to me. Right. I mean, it, even if it's just having that pretend conversation, like with the little old ladies in our first example, like they're at least going to ask you questions like, oh, how old are they? How, right. You know, right. You know, regular. Are you a boy or a girl? Right. Because you can never typical, tell. Right. right. All those typical questions. But in this situation, it was so... Just, just strange. It's completely one-sided. Completely one-sided. And I felt, I felt very, almost, I want to say creeped out a little bit because it felt very much like, why are you acknowledging my child, but not me? Right. Why are you pretending like I'm not here? Is there something you have against grown adults? Is there something, like, are you planning to take my child because you think they're so cute? Like, that is, that is seriously always a parent fear is like... You know what are what are your intentions of talking to my child? Right. And then if you ignore the parent, that's like one step further of like, oh my gosh, what are your intentions <laughs> of talking to my child? <laughs> so, very weird situation. Yeah. So please, if you're gonna talk to our kids, talk, talk to, to us. us as well. Right. You're not. It's we're not saying like ask permission to talk to our kids. We're just saying acknowledge that an adult is present. Right. Because otherwise, you seem like a creepy adult who's about ready to steal some kids. Right. And nobody wants to be that person. You don't want to be that person. No. No, no, no. (laughs) All righty. So on to the next example or situation. The next situation. I I am literally describing all of these situations. That's okay. It's like I'm the... You are the one who generally experiences these kinds of things. For some reason, you always get caught up in it. And I do. And I'm very sensitive. Like I'll, I'll hold on to these situations for a long long time right like i even just thought of another one in my head but we won't we won't talk about it we can talk about it later maybe you have a very good memory hey apparently like a steel trap yes until the dementia sets in (laughs) um (laughs) um so this happened back at christmas and i know i've i've commented on this before Mm -hmm. but this happened back at christmas we were at a kohl's doing some christmas shopping and Danny and you and Rory had all plunged ahead. You knew where you were going, and right. I could not get Mari to keep moving. Right, like she and she's just, stubborn. She's stubborn. She's she's a middle child. So, shout out to all middle children out there. We know you. You're stubborn. <laughs> you like things a certain way. If we right. say yes, you're gonna say no, even if you're wrong, just because you want to be different. And then, of course, you're going to prove how right you are, even though you are wrong. Exactly. It's amazing. <laughs> Um, but I couldn't get her to move. And again, an older lady is coming down the aisle. I think she had a shopping cart or we had a shopping cart, Right. something there was, I think we had the shopping cart and she, I could tell she wasn't going to be able to get through. 
And so I'm, you know, kind of tugging on Mari and she comes up to us and I say, oh, you know, I'm so sorry. Excuse us. Right. And she just whips around and looks at me and just kind of glares and is like, you're excused. And I was like, whoa. Right. Like, you know, I didn't <laughs> say that down. to her. I didn't say that to her. Take it down a couple ticks. Yeah. We let her get past, but it was one of those things like walking away. I was just sort of like, excuse you. Jeez. You know? You just wonder what's going through. You know, I'm sure. Was she having a bad day? Was she not able to find the things that she wanted to buy? I don't know. Yeah. However, here's my comment on the situation. Yes, please. Parents with small children are in a constant struggle, anyways. Right. Be kind, be forgiving, be tolerant, don't judge, because chances are, if you're the older person who is upset with the situation with the young kid, I'm guessing somewhere in your past, you've been there, there, Mm -hmm. and you probably also felt pretty awful when people were angry with you over it. Right. I mean, for the most part, us young parents are doing... The best that we can, right? We are really trying to raise good people. We're trying to, you know, instill politeness and good values in our kids. And, you know, the fact that our, you know, 16 month old or 18 month old or whatever, however old she was at the time, mm-hmm. you know, was taking up a little too much of the aisle and was, you know, not wanting to move in that moment. You gotta have the good graces to step back for a second. Right. Let the situation play out. Go for goodness sakes, I know in the situation, I remember that, you know, in Coles and their larger aisles, they mm-hmm. put things down the middle so it's like two Right. It's almost like a street where like you pass on this side, they pass on that side. Right. Like flip to the other side, do like the passing car kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Whatever. But just be tolerant. Yeah. You know, be understanding. Yeah. Because it's it's hard enough. Right. It's hard enough without having adults then stepping in and making you feel awful about how you're yeah. raising your kid. Yeah. And I've been there, you know, I've seen, you know, parents that are having a tough time <clears throat> back before we were parents and you know, and yeah, you do think like, Wow, what's what's going on with that? Right. But I'm not gonna to make myself out to be a jerk or I'm not going to try intentionally to intentionally be rude to you for something that you have very little control control over. Right. Right. Yes. And I would say there, I wouldn't say that we never judge because there are moments when we do judge, but it's not, we are never judging because your child is doing what a child does. Mm -hmm. If we judge, we're like, that is how you parent. Right. Okay. Right. Like I said, we try and do the best that we can. Right. And we and understand that other people are fighting the good fight as well. Yeah. And if you're not, then hopefully we can inspire you to <laughs> fight better. Right. Fight better. Okay. All right. Okay. So now on to our actual, this is the situation. That, this is kind of the fam- family update situation. Right. This is the, the story that fueled this podcast into existence so we're out to dinner with my folks right i was at on a drill weekend we had already gone to one restaurant which was closed Closed, shucks so we had traipsed through the parking lot gotten to the door at the mall and it was locked and then had to go all the way back to the car in the freezing cold wind 
and load everybody back up and then drive around town to a different restaurant and we get settled in um you know the waitress comes and brings us our drinks and brings us our food and we're all having a, a great time but danny has just been refusing to nap lately she's three years old she thinks she knows what she needs in life which right. is adorable and sometimes she's right sometimes she has it right on the money you know, but with this whole napping thing, she needs a nap. She <laughs> needs at least she needs at least a two hour nap daily right. because by the time we hit like four o'clock in the afternoon, I would say we start seeing this attitude come out. Mm-hmm. This you know, just anger and grumpy and everything's wrong and yep. we're whining constantly. Yeah, and we can't figure out why we're so tired. But we can say that we're <laughs> tired over and over. But, but we, we won't, won't go lay down. We won't nap. <laughs> right. So then, of course, by like six o'clock, we are fighting to stay awake. Right. Always. I mean, she's gotten through. I think she got through two of her corn dogs, and then yes. she's just got this fifty-foot stare. And we're all we're all noticing that she is slumped back in her chair. She's just staring. Her head is kind of cocking to the side a little bit because yep. it's falling onto her shoulder. <laughs> And before we know it, she's asleep. Right. Just totally out. Completely and just out. looking like a little angel. I mean, right? yeah, I she mean, looks super wonderful cute. and adorable. And it's one of those moments where you're looking over and you're like, I wish you had taken a nap. But if you had taken a nap, we wouldn't have this adorable moment with right. you. And that's where it starts to get awkward. This is where it starts to get strange. Yes. I say strange. I think you say awkward. Awkward's probably a better. <laughs> because I think for some people, this kind of thing would be completely normal. For sure. me, it was weird. Right. Um, our waitress, she was okay. Sure. I, I'm gonna make some judgments. I, I had been a wait. I have been a waitress before, um, and I didn't do things quite the way that this waitress does. And maybe sure. it's partially because of the policies of the restaurant. I don't know. But she comes up, and she's trying to be very polite. Right. But she looks at me and says, oh my gosh, that is so adorable. Do you mind if I take a picture? Right. So, like, and, you're just like, you don't even know what to say right. in that and moment. I was trying really hard to keep it together, like, keep a smile on my face and to, you know, look like I am not completely put off by this. Right. Because the, yeah. the thing that you want to immediately say is, no, that's super weird. And part of my part of my language, but not just like no, that's super weird, but like a hell no, that's super (laughs) weird. Right, like we don't know this waitress. Like I'm from the town, but I don't know who she is. Like I've never met her before. My parents go there, you know, quite a bit, but like they, I don't know that they're on a first name basis with the waitresses there. No, you know, so and it's I would say it's a chain restaurant, so they probably have a lot of staff. So even if you go in once twice a week you might start to recognize some of the staff but you're not necessarily going to know them right you're not like on a first name let me take pictures of your grandkids basis Basis. yeah (laughs) so luckily i'll say luckily at that moment it was like perfect it was perfect timing danny saved me she must have been having that moment in a dream where you start to fall because all of a sudden 
She like flies <laughs> backwards in her chair. She flies backwards in her chair. Her, her arms. arms go out, you know, like she's catching herself. Right. And she wakes up. And, you know, grandma was right next to her. So she kind of was able to catch her and yeah, calm her down. Yeah. And the waitress luckily was like, oh, shoot, you know, yeah, too moment's bad. Gone. Moment's gone. And I'm, of course, in my head thinking like, thank you. I didn't have to look at this woman <laughs> and be like, please don't take a picture of my child. You don't even know us. Right. And I'm pretty sure. And this, this is why... I mean, yes, I wouldn't want her to take a picture of my child anyways, mm-hmm. but it's the extension then that I was, in my head, I was going going through the, the dotted line of where is this leading to? Right, what are, what are you going to do your with motive, that picture? Right, what's your motive of taking the picture? And so, of course, I'm sitting there like, why would she take a picture? What do I do when I take a picture? I put it on social media. What do I do when I put something on social media? I make a comment. What do I hope happens when I make a comment and I put something on social media? I hope other people see it and make right. a comment and like it. And I'm sitting there going, I don't know you. My child should not be on your Facebook, your Instagram. Right. Shouldn't go through your Snapchat. Yeah. She, she's not yours to display to the world. And not that she's mine to display to the world either. That's kind of a weird way. But, but she kind of is. But she kind of is. I mean, she, I, I made her. I went through the work of it. I know what's good for her. Right. You and have being, legal... Right. right, and being that. on your social media pages, not what's good for my kid. Right, not at all. No. So. Yeah, and and that's one of those things where you're just like, what, you know, how do you approach these kinds of strange, awkward right. situations? You know, right. I mean, there are things that you definitely want to say. You know, your gut Absolutely. instinct is to just like haul off and be like. Why would you even ask that? That right. is so inappropriate. I right. would never ask to take a picture of your kid. Although I'm pretty sure with the conversation that I had with this this waitress later, pretty sure she would let me have a, right. uh, take a picture with her child. Um, I guess that would be an extension of this story. Is then later she noticed Rory, who is eight months, right. and asked about him. You know, how old is he? Which totally normal question sure you're just you know building rapport with your customer trying to make a bigger tip then i found out about her four-month-old and then about her pregnancy with her four-month-old and about the nationality of her four-month-old's father and it just spiraled into like i don't need to know this about you Mm -hmm. it's very nice that you feel comfortable talking to me I don't know if it's my face is like inviting you to tell right. me these things. It's not things. like this podcast is so popular where people recognize us and like come up to us and like, you know, oh, are trying you're, to get you're parenting Gavin advice. Emily. Like, right. no, no way. Yeah. And she definitely wasn't asking for parenting advice. It was just, it definitely got to this point where I was like, you're oversharing. And I think that you feel I would do the same to the point where I would let you take a picture of my child. Not like a picture with my child either, right. but just um, of my child. Right. Which, can I just say, there are some people out there who have done that and are now in prison. <laughs> Taking pictures of our child? No, not our child, <laughs> but of children. You know, right. like long distance lenses sure, and stalking yeah. situations. Just and not. So just don't do it. Don't even ask the parents. Just don't do it at all. Right. Know the line. Know the line. And that's, that's a big line. It's a big black line. There's no gray area. It's not in sand. It's on stone. Right. Pavement painted over every day. Okay. <laughs> it's a huge line. You don't ask to take pictures of somebody else's child in public. Right. All right. Now let's go to the kind of the flip side of that. Okay. So we had another situation happen to us. We were down um, 
in a different town, not where we live. And we had done some Christmas shopping throughout the day. And it was about lunchtime and we were getting ready to head home. So we stopped in a Wendy's to get some lunch. And we're sitting there and, and just enjoying lunch. And, and then an older gentleman walked over to our table. Very nice looking man. Right. I mean, I have absolutely no um, alarms going off as he comes towards us. Mm-hmm. Fine. Yeah, and... He, he was friendly. He kind of talked to us for a minute, and then he asked us, which I thought was extremely appropriate. It was so nice that he acknowledged that we were the kind of controlling uh, figures in the situation. Right. He asked us if it would be okay if he gave our daughters like kind of like a Christmas present. Um, and, you know, we kind of, it was like, yeah, that's kind of weird, but, you we know. We looked at each other and like, kind of yeah, shared the, fine. like, yeah, as long as this right. is not something inappropriate. Right, and yeah. he brought over two uh, hand-carved wooden horses. And then he went on to tell us a story where he makes like a couple hundred of these every year. Every year. And he just gives them out at Christmas time to young kids that he sees. Yes. Kind of yeah, like a Santa being Claus. Santa. Right. It was so sweet. Right, and and I think that he understands the the social dynamic that it takes to have that kind of situation unfold yes right the fact that he acknowledged us right the fact that he came over and he spoke with us about our family and i don't want to say spoke with us about our family as in like trying to get all the details right just saying hey you guys look like a great young family family how old are they oh they're beautiful you know right um you know just out doing some christmas shopping great yeah and so that to me is the right way to approach a stranger if you want to interact with their child. I mean, I, I don't think that... <laughs> that seems really strange, you know? I'm a stranger and I want to go interact with somebody else's kid. But there are definitely situations where it's more appropriate and the way that you approach the situation makes a huge difference. And I think that's the key point Absolutely. of this whole podcast. Absolutely. So, okay, so if we were to lay out like the ground rules of approaching a stranger right with children what would they be number one uh the first thing for me would be to interact with the adult first yes right i mean i'm an adult you're an adult that should be step one number one social contact should be with the adult right not the child right uh and then depending on what your intention is whether you're there to give something or right. whether you just you're just talking. Talk. Right. I mean, then it becomes, you know, like in that situation where he was wanting to give us something, you know, he asked us if that was okay. Yes. If, he, if you just want to say, oh, your ponytail looks really cute, <clears throat> then, yeah, by all means, you know, you can say, oh, you're a cutie, you know, I yeah. love the way you did your hair today. And then, can, you know, follow-up question, you know, who did your hair for you? Because it's probably going to come back to the adults that right. they're with. Always, I guess that's my thing. Is like always kind of come back to the adult. You might be focused on the kid, but let the adult know that you're not too focused right. on the child. Yeah, you don't want to come off as predatory. Boom. Predatory. Good word for the week. Great word for the week. <laughs> right. You don't want to come up off like a creeper because I don't think that that's your intention. Right. When no. people come up to us, I don't think it's ever because 
and maybe you're the other, the different, but I don't think people are coming up to us because they want to steal my child. No, right? no, that is never, that's never like number one thing that crosses my mind. Right. It's usually number two. Number one is, what do you want? Right. Number two is then, you know, jumping through all of the mental hoops. The mental hoops. <laughs> oh my gosh, you could steal my child. Right. And then number three is usually like, they're probably not going to steal your child. It's okay. It's just a weird, awkward situation. Move right. on. But so. if you behave in certain ways... I am going to scoop my child and run. Right. <laughs> you're going to steal my child is going to jump right to the front of the list. Yep. And we're going to get out of there right. real fast. Right. So. Yeah. Now, if you're not a stranger and we know you, even just cursory, right? If right. we, If it's like one of your student's parents. Yep. Which we've had before. Right. That is a very different situation because you already have not really a relationship, but you have an understanding of who each other is. Right. But if you're, if you maybe have seen me out and about, but you know, if we pass but, each other in the grocery store every once in a while, but we, but we don't have no know other each connection, other, then yes, know right. the boundaries. I think that is a key. If I don't know your name and you don't know my name, or if I couldn't figure out your name right. and you couldn't figure out my name, then you have to really understand that you have to go through sort of these social hoops mm-hmm. or social steps yeah. in order to create just a thread of a bond right. in order to interact with my child. Right. Yeah. There's a whole rigmarole. <laughs> I like rigmaroles. Rigmarole. All right. <clears throat> so do we have a question for this week? Sure. Yes. If you have a child, yeah. what has been your most awkward public experience <laughs> yes. with a stranger? Please give me those stories. I would love to hear what other people have gone through with strangers. Yes. Because that, those are just some of the ones that we could think off the top of our head. Or ones like that, the one with the waitress and the one at Applebee's, both of those happened recently. Recently, yes. But... I'm sure if we really sat down and dug into it, there are some out there that are just... Honestly, even... And I actually, just sitting here, I thought of one that was the reverse, where I was the stranger. Yeah. Um, You're being a creep. I was not... I wasn't trying to be a creep. It was at the park. Mm-hmm. And um, we had accidentally gone to the park at the same time that they were having t-ball practice. Oh, yep, yep. And... <laughs> What during t-ball practice? It's so funny because when I was young, t-ball practice meant my mom dropped me off, right? And I was with the rec program, and then forty-five minutes or an hour later, or whatever, she came and picked me up. Not here. Not here. No, the, the whole entire, town. Right, the whole town turns out, and like all the parents sit around and they watch t-ball yeah, practice. It's like a big like block party. It is during t-ball practice, and so the playground equipment is like covered with kids. Yeah. And we are very active parents with our kids. We were on the playground equipment with yeah. them. We were, and they're, you know, they're, they're small. They're small, point. so we need to be there with them. Yeah. And there was there are other children whose parents aren't with them all the time, mm-hmm. whether they're older or whether their parents just trust that they're okay. Right. I don't know. But sometimes when that happens, because we're the adults that are like right in there all the time, kids come to us mm-hmm. and like, they want us to like... Lift me up. Lift me up. And we're like, I don't know you. <laughs> Or push me on the swing. And you're like, uh, again, I don't know you. Right. I don't want to push your butt because, <laughs> right. and your because dad's sitting over there. And they don't know us. <laughs> right. Um, but I had a little girl who like wouldn't leave me alone, kept talking to me. Mm-hmm. 
um, actually came over to the swings and was like, lift me onto the swings. And I was like, I don't think I should. And was like, no, lift me onto the swings. Like, wouldn't stop. And so finally I was like, it's either like I turn and yell at this child, no, go away, (laughs) which would look really bad. Right. Or I lift her up onto the swing and then hope that she can figure out how to swing. Right. Which then, of course, she couldn't. So I gave her one little push. Mm-hmm. Fine, whatever. And then I think our kids wanted to get away from the swing. So, well, so she so she followed. Right. Finally, her mom notices that she is really attached to these strangers and comes over and is just glaring at me like right. I did something wrong. And I sort of wanted to be like, come play with your kid. Right. <laughs> so that she doesn't feel like she has to come play with a stranger. Yeah. And it, it was a strange situation for Definitely. me. But that was sort of the reverse where I was like, I feel like the creepy stranger. Mm-hmm. And I'm so sorry. <laughs> I don't want to be the creepy stranger. Come be with your child. Right. <laughs> so there are those reverse situations as well. Definitely. And you just kind of have to do your best yeah. to work through it and try not to come off as a creepy person. Exactly. Which apparently I was not successful at. <laughs> All righty. <laughs> Um, if you would like to share your stories with us, please go to our Facebook page. Uh, you can search the State of Our Union or Golden Apple. That's G U L D E N A P P L E. Or you can check us out on Instagram at Golden Apple. Yep, same spelling. And you can always drop us a line on the old email if you got a lot to say. Um, and that is the.goldenapple at gmail.com. Um, Again, all of those are G-U-L-D-E-N-A-P-P-L-E. Yes. Um, So yeah, share your stories with us. If you have any ideas for things you'd like to hear us talk about, drop us a line. If you want to just comment on the show, we like that too. We're still waiting on somebody to review us on iTunes. Please review us on (laughs) iTunes. So yeah, I guess that's all we've got for this week. So... That's the state of our union. What's the state of yours? See you next time. Bye, guys.